my brother. What's good, man? What is going on with this world? I don't know what's going on with the world, but I'm loving my life. You good? Man. Yeah, I'm good. You sure? I'm good. Okay. How you doing? Uh, yeah, I'm, pr- I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good as well. How's 26 looking so far? It's looking like 25. It's looking like 24. Oh, same thing? Same shit. Damn. It's only been like a week. I might as well end my shit now. <laughs> <laughs> what what and you're like <laughs> nah um nah everything's good man just been um chilling I went to a comedy show last night for my guy Godfrey how was it how fucking hilarious you went by yourself nah my boy Hansu came through oh okay yeah yeah it was in yeah. um it was near uh West Fourth yeah what is it comedy cellar yeah comedy cellar yep okay yeah yep. Yeah, I used to buy mad tickets for them in City Tech. When, oh, word? When kids used to come sell, um, like give out the tickets at discounted prices. You ever used to go? I never went. I bought like three tickets. I never went. You just went to support? No, I really wanted to go, but people just never wanted to go with me. So why you just go alone? I wasn't on that back then. No. I wasn't trying to go alone. So. Oh, you're a follower? No. I just like companionship. Oh, okay. Nah, the show was really good, though. I ain't gonna lie. The show was really good. How long was it? It was, um, he had two people open up for him. So it was a girl. She stayed like 15 minutes. She was all right. Then there was his other guy. His name, his name was Tom Cassidy. Yeah, Tom Cassidy. Yep. He's pretty good. He's on for half an hour because Godfrey was late. So mm-hmm. he had to go longer than he usually would. He was all right in the beginning, but it started to drag on like a lot of like white, white jokes and a lot of like. Like, what do you mean by white jokes? Like, casserole? Like, no, like, like not like his style. Like, he would say a joke, and then if the crowd didn't kind of get it, he would be like, well, that is a, a so-and-so joke, folks. This is Like, it was oh. that type of... Okay. He was kind of funny, but Godfrey was like, on 45 minutes, and as soon as he got on, he was bang, 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 bang. That shit was fire. Mm. Fire. It, it, no, it was good. It was good. I got to meet him. Um, tell him that I watched the DJ Vat interviews. I'm a big fan of his. Nah, it's, it's dope. Okay. That's what's up. Yo, yeah. let me know next time you it's go out. $15, too. Let me know next time you yeah. let it out there. Yeah, for sure. Definitely pull up. Support black businesses. Yeah. But, um, yo, let's just jump right into the bullshit, man. Because, you know, you guys know how we get down. We jumping head first into the bullshit. Yeah. What's up? Well, why? Fuck that. All right, go What's ahead. up with white people acting like the cops is their own personal customer service? Because they are. That shit crazy. But yeah, we got a we got an epidemic on our hands right now, man. Especially if you live in a in America, North America. You know what I'm saying? Like you're getting the cops called on you for for the littlest things, smallest things. You breathe. Oh, 911. You're breathing too hard. Yeah. Your breath stinks. You're causing a discomfort. Um, These black people are crowding the subways. Yo, it's getting to the point where, like, I wouldn't be surprised if it was somebody in the supermarket, somebody in the supermarket, and they like, did you just take my last box of Apple Jacks? (laughs) This is, no, this is unacceptable. I'm calling the fucking police. Yeah. It'd be funny if they actually get You it cannot back. take the last box. I come here every Wednesday. This is my weekly regimen. I, I come to get my Apple Jacks. 
Tyrone, you, you need to get the motherfucking Cookie Crisp, Force of Flakes, something. Watermelon. Watermelon Jacks. I need the Apple Jacks. <laughs> Real yeah. talk, son. Yo, we have a serious epidemic on our hands. And we have a series of different of, 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 of situations that... Let's get to it. So the first one I seen this week was somebody, this white guy called the police. I don't know if the guy was Indian or, or black. He... He was brown, I think. His skin was brown, right? Yeah, he's brown. He called the police on this guy because he was playing a, a basketball pickup game, and the guy fouled him. He felt he, he, he fouled him too hard. <laughs> so he literally notified the basketball center, and they called the police saying it was an assault. It was an assault. The cops came there looking for a fight. And he got there, yo, he fouled me too hard. Like, it was too hard, bro. You can't find me like that. Think about that shit. Don't play basketball with white people. You can't. You can't play basketball with them. <laughs> Yo, we're better off just being segregated. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Like, imagine that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, really, imagine that. Like, yeah, like, I, like Brooklyn, like our own Brooklyn neighborhoods, our East own buses. Brooklyn is nothing but black people. No, it's not. No, no, no. I'm saying. Think oh, about oh, oh, it. Think okay. About it. Yeah, Brooklyn. Because they trying to seep in and all of that crap. Go back to Manhattan. Yeah. Except for Harlem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but but they get in Harlem too, though. Huh? They get in Harlem too. Yeah, they are. Uh, like they are. Uh, for like, a couple I years now. Yeah. In Harlem. I'm like, what the hell are you doing here? Yeah. But, you know. But just envision the euphoria with that. I would love Brooklyn. that, actually. Me too. Yeah. I would and love that. And if we that. actually have like opportunities and jobs and stuff, yeah, our own that's buses, perfect. Like how the Jews do, our own police force, yeah, our but own buses. They're white too, so they can leave too. No, nah, I'm saying how they do their communities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With their yeah, own exactly. police, their own schools, their own. We would never get. To I would love that, that point, but you think never? Never say never. We wouldn't get never to that point in, to, in today's you know climate, but yeah, it's a strong process. Probability. Yeah, I would. I would love that. We like, have resurgence going on. So I love you. Even though a lot of our people in, in the public, they are dickheads. They, they dickheads. They ratchet. Some of them are ghetto. I prefer them. I still. I still like seeing. Like I like being in a space where like. Yeah. It's black people. Like I would go out to work, and law of attraction. I'll be like, I only want to cater my service to my people. And the whole day will go by and every single customer is a black person. Mm. And those days are so easy. Those days are my best. Yeah, because you got something to relate to and you could joke around and shit. customers like give me shit. Like they don't. Like I would honestly say majority of the dickheads that I encounter doing Uber is black people. <laughs> but in terms of people like slamming the door, I would say if not equal... It's like 60-40 majority white people Yeah, that slam your door. But yeah. other than that, like, I just genuinely like being around my people. Yeah. Yeah, me too. They're going to call that reverse racism. <laughs> all that crap. Black supremacy. But I don't care. But yo, tell the other case that somebody called the police. So another, another example of this epidemic. I'm going to read straight from the source. Like speak the, louder, too. The the news article. White woman calls police on black man for listening to yoga CD in his car. 
in his car. Ezekiel Phillips says he was peacefully chilling out in his car, listening to a yoga CD when a white woman rolled up on him. Wait a minute. Is there a picture of him? Yeah. Let me see. You know him? Let me see. Yeah, I know him. Yeah. You you serious? Yeah, I know, I know him. I know him. Oh, yeah. wow. That's crazy. Yeah, I know. I know him. Ezekiel Phillips said he was... He on the team. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's what's up. Ezekiel Phillips says he was peacefully chilling out in his car listening to a yoga CD when a white woman rolled up on him, ready to start a world full of drama. Phillips told Fox 11 that he had just dropped someone off in Long Beach, California, and decided to take a 30-minute break before going to his yoga class around the corner. As he was listening to his Bikram yoga CD, the woman confronted him by walking up to his car. You're not supposed to be here. This is a what? good neighborhood. She said that? Yeah. You're not supposed to be here. This is a good neighborhood. What? Phillips alleges oh, the woman told him. Perhaps channeling his perhaps channeling, channeling his yoga training, Phillips attempted to remain calm. At that moment, I was like, wait, hold up. Have a good day, ma'am. Namaste. And I rolled my window up. He told the news station. She took out her phone, started taking pictures, filming that. Filming down whatever she was doing. What? what? So I so That's I got crazy. out the car. I started filming her. As soon as I started filming her, she started screaming. What are you doing? Leave me alone. I'm feeling threatened. Help. <laughs> Help. <laughs> it was one of those. Phillips explained. That's crazy. That's all I'm going to read. Like, this is what we got to deal with. That's son. crazy. What did she expect? Okay. All right. What crime did she see and what did she expect the police to do when they got there? The crime was, this is easy. Sitting the crime black, was but... chilling as a black person in what is perceived to be a white neighborhood. Because mm-hmm. white apparently means good. And she expected the cops to just shoot him or choke him. Yeah. Soon as they came on the scene, shoot or choke him, basically kill him. That's crazy. It's a small world. And look at how they act. Look at what they do. They antagonize us. And when we get out to confront them. They play victim. Non-threateningly. Yeah. They play the victim. Yeah. She feel threatened now. Yeah. But you the one that came to me. Yeah. And I believe him because like I don't know him like. I believe him because he's, he's not like I'm my. <laughs> I believe him because he's black. But I speak from my experience of being around him and like yeah, seeing yeah. him in parties and like. I wouldn't call him a friend, but I've definitely seen him around, spoke to him before. Yeah. And he's really about that calm, like, yeah. everyone that fuck with him, like, he's he's real down to earth, real cool, real laid yeah. back guy. So, like, and besides that, even if he wasn't, he's a, he's sitting in his car, period. He could have been a gangbanger. That car is his property in his space. I don't see why we have to explain to white people what we're doing yeah. in fuck certain that. neighborhoods. Fuck that. Like, that's Don't ask stupid. me shit. Fuck that. What are y'all doing in this country? What are y'all doing on the fucking Fuck planet? that. <laughs> Don't ask me nothing. I'm in my car. I'm listening to my shit. I could have had fuck Donald Trump. Nigga, nigga, exactly. fuck Donald. It, that, it, it's you not your it? concern. Period. I shouldn't have to answer no questions. Why are you approaching my car? You making me feel threatened, nigga. I'm calling the cops exactly. on you. Yo, any white person come to my car? I'm calling the like, cops. I don't even want to. I would call the cops before they call the cops. 
I'm so serious. <laughs> but you know what's crazy? You know what the shit do? might backfire and they might. You know what I would do? I would put on my white person voice. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, oh, now my name is Tucker, Tucker Carlson. And um, <laughs> this white guy. Like the movie, sorry to bother you. Your white voice. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah he has a white voice. Movie? Yeah, watch when you see it. It's dope. It's but dope. yeah, I would put on a white voice and I would dead call the cops. Like, cause you know, if you put on a black voice, they're gonna be like, they're gonna take extra long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This white person might fuck around, and kill me before the cops come <laughs> and kill me. Yeah, the white so, one got her own little pistol. So, like, I don't even want to talk to them niggas. Like, and that kind of relates to a story that I seen recently. This uh. These two young black kids, it was a white woman recording them, right? Mm-hmm. The two young black kids had each other, maybe like about 11, 12 years old. They was getting harassed and threatened by this older white kid. He was calling them niggers and he's going to beat them up and shit. Mm-hmm. And then the cops were called and the cops arrested the two kids, put them in handcuffs, had them on the, on, on the ground and put them in the car while they ain't even looking for the other kid. Who was bothering them in the first place. So my point by saying that is a sick reality could be like you call the cops. You call the cops thinking like, yo, they're going to help you. They're going to help you. And then you, and then yeah. they turn yeah. around and think that you're the aggressor. I thought about that. Yeah. I thought about that. But that's crazy though. I'm not going to lie. I haven't experienced overt racist like people like doing something like that. Yeah. I've definitely gotten the side eyes. I've definitely gotten... The you know clutches the purse. Yeah, yeah. I've definitely gotten to follow around the store. Yeah, I I've definitely gotten that, and um, that shit is trash. But I I'm yet to experience like that example. What would you do if you was to experience over racism? Like, give me an example. Like, like a white person like in your face calling you nigger, telling you go back to Africa, calling you a monkey, all kinds of mm, stuff. I mean, like possibly calling the cops. Possibly, like, putting their hands on you. Well, the putting your hand, I'm not going to stand for. That's one. Like, even if it's like a thumb, like, like nah, shoving nah. all I mean, of that. I'm, yeah. I'm not going to attack them, but I'm definitely going to let them poke me yeah, 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 yeah. multiple times without yeah, me yeah. just standing there like, you know what I'm saying? But I know how to keep, like, my emotions and anger under wraps. Mm. So I'm not going to do an outburst and, you're fucking racist and uh, <laughs> And you, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna go on the tirade, but I am gonna m- make sure they know that you're not gonna just be touching me. Yeah. And but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna argue back and forth with them. I'm gonna yeah. if I'm in a store, I'm gonna get my shit. I'm gonna get under to go, and I'm out. Like, unless unless they're trying to like hinder me from from leaving or some shit. Yeah. Then I gotta do what I gotta do. But like, I would advise you too to um as well as the listeners like. Record, yeah, yeah, for sure, for your own benefit. I'm gonna go viral. I'm gonna have I'm gonna have 10k followers at the end of the week, 100k at the end of the month. So, any any racist white folks that want to be racist to me, um, I have a form that you could fill out on my page. Fill it out. We could meet up, and you could just give your anger out. I'll record. You get your anger out. I get more followers. You know what I'm saying? And that's how you do, it, folks. <laughs> yep. We expose you. We put your name out because that lady. The video, well, what happens on the internet now is that if you're doing something racist, the internet finds out. Yeah. They find out your occupation, where you live, your name, your name yeah. Yeah. what you do for, everything. So um, that's what's going to happen, basically. I'm going to make you go viral, and then we're going to expose you, but and you you're going to lose your fucking job. 
You're going to lose your licenses, your fucking certificates. Mm. You know what makes me question and, that, though? Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I, I read up on stuff. I peep certain stuff like that. Yeah. As far as, like, people actually losing their jobs and CEOs or whatever speaking out, like, basically disassociating themselves with the people. But it makes me question that because more and more white people are still doing the same thing. Because they don't think they so will like, be the special one to go viral. Because it's so much people in the world. I'm going to go viral okay. out of everybody. Okay. They probably really don't. And you know what's crazy? A lot of these white folks, they're older white folks. They're not really familiar with the internet and and like and like the trolls online and people. Mm. These Some people, of them are in their thirties and twenties. Yeah, yeah, few. Yeah, few. but yeah, yeah, like the ones with the pools and stuff like that. Yeah, they're like thirties. They probably well, really 40s, not 50s, aware 60s. that like niggas will do their research, find your IP address, everything. Yeah, <laughs> go to your kids' school, make fun, oh, mad shit, son. I hope that I remain calm though. If yeah, I ever yeah, you you, you seem like you that. have more of an anger problem than me. Then it most applies when it comes to white people. <laughs> <laughs> Versus like Super Saiyan one, yeah, it was like brawly, nigga. I just jump straight to God <laughs> mode. <laughs> like I don't go through the two and the three. Yeah, but moving on into other news, a C- CVS fired two of their employees for calling police on a black woman because she was trying to use her coupon yeah i seen that video too I his hand was shaking and shit yeah, yeah. I, mean, I don't want to make fun of him he might have parkinson's <laughs> his hands was twerking but yeah his, nah, he if shaking. he have twerking if he have parkinson's fuck him still i don't care about that <laughs> but um july 16th according to the new york times cvs health fired two employees at a Chicago Chicago area store on Monday, just days after a black woman posted a video that she said showed one of them, a white man, calling the police after she tried to use a coupon they believed to be fraudulent. The drugstore company also said it had apologized to the woman, Camilla Hudson. In a post with the video on Facebook, Ms. Hudson said that the confrontation involved two managers during her visit to the store on Friday night. She said she had tried to make a purchase with a coupon mailed to her by the product manufacturer, but a manager said he thought it was fake. That's another thing. All these claims be subjective. All of it, I think you're bad. I think you shouldn't be in this But at the end of the day, like, because I worked in a lot of sales places, and let's say, okay, okay, it's a CVS coupon. Let's say the coupon, these coupons aren't fucking, oh, yeah, you get $50 off of purchase. It'd be like you get $2 off, $1 off. Bro, you really going to stop? You're going to lose this customer's whole business over a $1 or $2 coupon. They're Just put dumb. this shit in your system. And you're going you're gonna to call the cops for that? <laughs> They're dumb. Like, is it really that big of a fucking deal? Anyway, Bob? To continue, he said he thought it was fake. Her photo of the coupon showed a December 2018 expiration date and indicated it was good for up to $17.99 towards a personal medical item. Eventually, she said, the manager walked away, and when she followed him, he ran to the back of the (laughs) store and slammed the door in my face. (laughs) Yo, these people are childish. Not only are they dumb, they're grown children. Yeah. That's in special ed. 
Then she said another manager arrived to tell her to leave because he had called the police. Wow. This this is more and more confirmation and affirmation that we should shop amongst ourselves. Like stop sending stop stop giving your money to these people's businesses. Like fuck them. Who the hell cares about these niggas? We and the thing that pisses me off is like two things. All of this happening Black people would still go to these stores to, you know, give them our hard-earned dollars, right? And two... CVS is very convenient, though. It's one on every corner. It is. <laughs> and two, with all the stuff... This is why a lot of stuff with these white people and the racist, um, you know, all these racist stories or whatever surfacing makes me question all of them because if the stuff with Starbucks happened... Why did it take them to, you know, be outed in that negative way for you as the CEO to come out and say that you'll you'll initiate a etiquette class or whatever kind of course for all of your employees to undergo to learn how to, like, basically service all customers and not be prejudiced, not be bigot? Not be a racist. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Like I think he just did that just because it was getting a lot of like backlash. But yeah, I but also, it's the same thing with CVS. But I also don't want to. I also don't want to punish the whole company for one dickhead manager, which they fired instantly. True, true, you know what I'm saying? Because that true. nigga could just that manager just could have been on some dickhead shit, and then just be like, you know what? I'm gonna just make this bad decision. On the behalf of my company. I agree. You know However, saying? I still 100% stand by what, what I say in terms of we should shop amongst nah, ourselves. Yeah, for sure. We should keep the because, dollars in our community. That's for a fact. Because we're empowering another member of our community, one. Two, we're allowing the money in our, the dollars in our community to bounce multiple times. The more the dollar bounce in our communities, the stronger the community become economically. Yeah. So it's like, we don't need to give our dollars to these people. It, regardless of how convenient their, you know, stores may be. I shop at CVS. I shop at Walgreens. Not on a daily basis, monthly basis, weekly yeah. basis. But yeah, I still go there. But at the end of the day, it's going to become a time where I'm not going to subscribe to none of these places. As long as I find a black store in my community giving me the same products, even if it's a dollar or maybe two dollars more than these white companies, I still feel more comfortable. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to be followed. So if I got to pay a dollar or two dollars extra on a monthly, weekly basis for your comfort, for for no anxiety, no paranoia, for being welcomed like a human being and getting the same exact product. Why not? Yeah, that's how, that's just how I look at it. Yeah, no, nah, I feel you. No, nah, it's understandable. But I, no, I feel the same way. I feel the same way. And I ain't gonna lie, there's a narrative going around the world right now that racism does not exist. Well, of course, that's a real no, no. That that's a real thing because you know I've been watching this guy Jesse Lee Peterson on YouTube a lot. And he spe- and he spews a lot of nonsense, right? But then you, you you look at his his comments on 
YouTube and, and YouTube and, and YouTube and YouTube, YouTube and Instagram. Mm. And he believes that racism doesn't exist. It's either good or evil, right? You'll be surprised how many people really live by what he says and like and like agree with that statement that racism never existed is just a lie forced by you know people that want to mentally enslave yeah. black people and whatnot. But then you look at all these cases where white people are calling the police specifically on black people for literally doing nothing. What would you call that? <laughs> What category would that fit into where somebody is literally just doing nothing, mind their business, and you feel like they shouldn't be in that area, you feel falsely threatened? Asking you, black people if they showered before they got in the pool. Like a bunch of nonsense. Like Yeah, yeah. That woman with the uh with the kids talking about get out and shit. I know for a fact I was like I was again now though. I'd have peed in the pool, then get out. You 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 can't you can't this is a I'm pretty sure the pool is free. It's a public yeah. Uh, it was domain. a hotel, I think. It was yeah. a hotel, yeah. Public domain. I don't give a fuck who you are, what unless you the owner of the pool, I guess I guess I'm gonna have to like back down, I guess. No, even if it's a public domain and the owner was to tell you, you you don't have to get out. Yeah, yeah. But this woman is just some regular woman and she just saying, get out, bruh. <laughs> it's I know crazy. I'm I'll lose my life. Yeah, I'll lose my life if I see any white person putting their hands on my nephews or my kids. Regardless, I'll lose my life. <laughs> what, you going to kill them and kill yourself? <laughs> I, no, I'm not committing suicide. <laughs> but I'll lose my life. Yeah. And um, another crazy story that we both came across, this white woman in, um, where is she from? Minneapolis? Yeah. Minnesota? She uh was a daycare, a daycarer, I guess, for kids and whatnot. And she was caught hanging a 16-month-old child in the basement of her establishment. <laughs> and then how it was found out, this man came to drop off his kid or pick up his kid, I guess, who was under her care. And she took him down, which is weird. She took him downstairs where she had the... 16 month old boy noosed like hanging and he obviously saved the child but that shit is crazy yo that's why i'm scared that's why i'm she probably scared. she probably i'm pretty sure the guy was a white guy and she probably thought that because and i'm pretty also pretty sure that the child was a black child so she probably thought the white guy would have been on the same page like yeah like kill that little nigga baby whatever <laughs> but he actually had a heart <laughs> Like a, you know, like a human being and not a, you know, cannibal. So check it. like, And I ain't going to front. These, these daycares, they sketchy. Yeah, Boy, I, y'all I that have kids. That much. If y'all could have the grandmother watch him or you could pay one of your friends to watch him, yeah. like, I'd rather you do that. Until he gets certain age where he has to start leading, like, learning colors. And, I mean, you could teach him yourself, but these caregivers, you know what I'm saying, like... You paying people to if the baby your child. can't speak, like if he can't say like certain words, I'm not leaving with nobody. Cause then how the fuck I'ma know? Yeah, I'ma be like, how was your day? Unless he got marks on his yeah. body and shit, you know what I'm saying? Then but, they might lie and be like, oh, it's another child, all kind of stuff. But yeah, it's you. It's crazy. It's crazy. So then, when the guy found the kid, she got in her minivan, tried to escape, and ended up hitting two people in her car. 
But check this out. That ain't even the best part. She only got 10 years probation for that. By privilege. <laughs> she hung a child in, in a noose. That's child endangerment. That's, and you got a hit and run. Two people. White you privilege. escape from the scene. Yeah. So what happened to Mad all the shit, other babies? What, what happened to all the other babies or kids who was in the daycare? Like, they, were they, you know. That's crazy. Did she have a coworker to watch the kids while she's running people over on the street? That's crazy. Her name is Natalia Caria. Or Caria. I don't know. And, and look, look, look. And you know, and you know what she said, like she explained what was it? She has severe mental illness. That's her explanation for doing all that. So why are you running a daycare? Explain that her physical and emotional stress brought her brought onto her by her abusive and controlling husband. See, look, this is where I cut the bullshit and cut right to the meat. You know what I'm saying? This woman is 43 years old, right? Like, if you're a child, like, you know how they say, like, when children get abused by their parents, they grow up to believe that abuse is okay, right? You're a fucking adult. You should know right from wrong at some point, right? Like, at some point, you should know, I have a logical mind. This mm-hmm. this hurts me and it's not good, right? 43 years old, you get in, you say you're getting in pain, you're getting emotional and physical stress put on by your abusive husband, right? So you do that to children. Yeah, you take that anger out on kids. On a you, black child. You Only the black child gets I mean, put I in the noose. I don't know. We don't know. I don't but know the I'm kids assuming, black. Yeah, you, you assume. I'm yeah. assuming black people are the only, only ones that be putting nooses. I'm not buying that shit. I'm not buying that you. I'm not buying anything from a yeah. white person. They lie. They <laughs> I'm not lie buying that whole like, shit. Like, oh, well, my husband was abusing me, so that caused me to have emotional stress, and then I it caused my mental illness, and now this is why I had a. a this is why I hung a child in a noose. Son. You, Let's dissect that. You have that. to make the news. You have to make the fucking news. You have to go. News is already easy to make. You got to go to Home Depot to buy the rope. Yeah. Then you have to wrap the rope in the form of a noose. Yeah. Nooses aren't easy to make. It takes a little time to cut that. Yeah. Like, like turn I it and at it twist it. I looked at it and I was like, how the hell do white people make this? Then you got to put the baby head through it. You got to pick the baby up, put the baby in it, string the baby up. Yeah. While there's other babies. Yeah. I can understand. I still don't understand, but I... But it would be lesser if she was like, I got pissed off and then I hit the baby out of anger one time. Yeah. I'm like, all right, then you could you, you could scream Seville A and his abusive husband. Yeah. You put the nigga head through a noose, B. And then you went upstairs like, to answer the door. Came back, didn't release the head. Leaving the baby hanging all this time. That baby is a warrior. Yeah. Then the guy who came. He saw the baby hanging and chose to mm-hmm. rescue the baby because, like I said, he he has a heart. Mm-hmm. And that's when you fled the you, scene. Yeah, you fled because you knew you was wrong. And then you, you should have told the guy about look, your And then husband. you knew you were so wrong that you hit two people and didn't even bother to stop because you wanted to escape. All of this because of your abusive husband. Oh, all of this because of your abusive husband. You knew what the fuck you was doing. Like, let's cut the bullshit. America, let's cut the bullshit. I'm pretty sure after all of this, she's going to go back to that same husband. He probably going to bail out. He probably (laughs) going to pull a bail. Well, she's not not in jail. Yeah, you're right. That's crazy. 10 years probation. (sighs) This is America, guys. This is America, guys. 
This name beautiful, beautiful. That's name of the episode. This, this is America. America. That's it. But um, that shit is crazy though. This episode is full of fuck shit. This shit is full of like. Wow, crazy, bizarre shit, son. In more disturbing news, according to Time magazine, hundreds of Las Vegas shooting victims. You hear that anger? <laughs> you hear that you hear that terror? <laughs> hundreds of Las Vegas shooting victims are being sued by MGM Resorts. And here's why. MGM Resorts International has sued hundreds of victims of the deadliest mass shooting in modern U.S. history in a bid to avoid liability for the gunfire that rained down from its Mandalay Bay Casino Resort in Las Vegas. The company argues in lawsuits filed Friday in Nevada and California that it has no liability of any kind to survivors or families of slain victims under the federal law enacted after the September 11th terrorist attacks. That's bullshit. Yeah. That's bullshit. A high-stakes gambler killed 58 people and injured hundreds. A high-stakes gambler. No, a white terrorist. So they tell us. High-stakes gambler. What, 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 what fucking reference are you making? That has no relevance to this. A high-stakes gambler. Yeah. He was gambling the night before. Sorry to cut you off. That just pissed me off. It's it's cool. It's cool. A high-stakes gambler killed 58 people. A motorcycler. And injured (laughs) injured hundreds more last year after he shattered the windows of of his Mandalay Bay suite and fired on a concert crowd below. Y'all responsible. Let me tell you why. Because how the fuck did he get through all y'all security, all of this shit, with bags of guns, nigga. Period. And Mandalay Bay was um MGM Grand. That's where like the biggest boxing events be. Yeah. Outside of Madison Square mm-hmm. Garden. So you telling me anybody could walk up in there with a gun? Yeah. Anybody. There's no security. You telling me all the casinos, all the millions of dollars y'all raking in. There's literally no 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 security. Everybody yeah. is, you, you know, see this nigga walking with big ass bags. Nobody, you know what I'm saying? Not to mention that video surfaced showing security in the staircase of the MGM Grand while the shooting was going on. Mm. I don't know if you watch that video. Nah, that's it. But it was like six, seven top security officials, like cops, you know what I'm saying? In the and you hear the gun firing. And they some of them had their guns drawn, others had their hands on their waist or whatever. But none of them made a, you know, yeah. a gesture to go downstairs, stop the violence, yeah. whatever, whatever. So they counter suing. Basically, yeah, because the see that's some see that's some asshole shit. Victims were you could to just y'all could just get y'all corporate lawyer to defend y'all so y'all don't lose the case. Exactly. How you gonna counter sue? Because when I first read it, I was like, <laughs> it makes no sense because, okay, if there were clearly like. If there's security that clearly, you know, um, surveillance, you know, the area or whatever, then I'd understand. Like, the victims, they have a sound argument, whatever. Mm-hmm. But if you don't have nobody surveilling the area and it's just cameras, then the victims really can't sue 
because this is just what I think. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. how can I sue you for staring at your, staying at your hotel that happens to get shot up on this particular night? Yeah. It's not like something that happens repetitively, frequently. Yeah. If it's frequent, then I know to be on guard. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah, they're just pulling the asshole move by countersuing the victims. Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't think, like I said, I, I don't think anyone should be suing. Like you said, it's kind, it's like it's a random thing. But I just don't see how they countersuing the victims. No, they can sue the victims. I would have sued because, like I said, that video surfaced. With the um, law enforcement acknowledging the 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 terroristic acts, you know, as it was transpiring, and they and did they nothing about it. Oh, they didn't run upstairs. They didn't run downstairs. To... They was in the hotel. There was it was a security camera in the um. Were they just watching the the bullets? They was fly? looking down. They was looking down. They was like in a uh the staircase. Oh. It was a staircase, and they were looking down. Because, you know, when you're in a staircase, you could look down yeah. as you see the stairs coming up or whatever. They were looking down. And like I said, some of them had their guns drawn. All all white cops. No, Nobody did anything. They hearing screaming, people dying, all kinds of stuff. Nobody did anything. And y'all can miss me with that bullshit with a, about a 58-year-old white male doing this by himself. Get the hell out of here. No 50-year-old yeah. white veteran or whoever is shooting at that accuracy that that man shot at. That's one out of ten. Was a fatal kill. Get the hell out of here. I don't oh, care what oh, they that's say. The accuracy? One out of ten? Like yeah, every because ten people every one, got one out of ten, yeah, of the ten of ten people that were shot, one died. Yeah. Apparently, according to um Time magazine, well, Time publication, fifty eight were killed. But I remember last year what? at 58? the end of everything. What I read in one of the news news publications, it was six hundred injured and sixty dead. That's one out of ten. Yeah, yeah. That's what I remember reading. Yeah. I don't know about this fifty eight now, but even if it's fifty eight, that accuracy, one guy. Think about it. Six hundred people in a big open space, right? I start shooting. You telling me all six hundred wait to get shot? Some people said that the. They ain't know it was was shots. Yeah, yeah. Some dickhead said, "Oh, I thought it was the, I thought it was the performance. I thought it was the blast. I thought it was the fireworks." <laughs> you, you don't know the difference between a firework and a gun. Niggas not from the hood like us. Okay, we can right. disdain okay, the two okay. quick. Okay, <laughs> okay. You don't, you don't know the difference. All right, cool. I give you that. Right, hypothetically speaking, you don't see people running, yeah. and tripping. Yeah. It makes no sense. You gotta get out of there. And I'm not when I give the scenario of the six hundred people and everybody standing around dying, I'm that's a that obviously the six hundred is a low ball because it was six hundred that actually got hit. But let's say it's a thousand people in the area and I happen to shoot and I hit six hundred, four hundred got away. At the end of the day, yo, why are all of y'all still there? Yo, to while, hit six hundred people is a lot of people. Exactly, to get hit. it makes no sense. Yeah, that's a lot of people. That's more people in our high school than our high school. Yeah, that's yeah, that's a lot. If of I people. start shooting in one classroom, every best believe every other classroom is gonna be emptied out. Yeah, nobody's standing around saying, "Oh, I hope he don't come this way." On top of that, victims reported that there was a shooter in like the eastern region. While other victims reported that there was a shooter 
in like the western and south southern region of the you know of the Mandalay Bay area. Mm-hmm. So, according to the article I just read, apparently he broke the glass and he was firing down at the crowded you know venue for the concert. Mm-hmm. You telling me these white people, as smart as they are, <laughs> <laughs> they don't know the difference between somebody shooting from an upward pos- upward position down at them. And they don't know they east from their west to their south. It makes no sense. It was multiple shooters. It was multiple shooters. Yeah, son. probably so. Yeah. It was multiple shooters, and these niggas is doing all of this shit. Yeah, that's for economic was, social control. That situation was crazy. Leading on into black news, Azalea hmm. Banks. Azalea Banks. Azalea hating ass. Banks. Stand in front of the black congregation. Order in the court. Order in the motherfucking court. Um, another what person. We 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 this another person. We got to trade, man. <laughs> we got to trade her the fuck out of here. Cause yo, she. I'll tell you what happened. Yo, she's she's full of hypocrisy. This girl, like yo, she she goes on Wilder Now, right? Wilder Now, you know the comedy show. Where people joking, people moms, people's kids, people's skin weight. They're like everything about them, it's it's a comedy show. It's all in good fun. Classic black comedy you, you, you show. You know what I'm saying? And I it's like a very it's been on for like fucking like 18 seasons. Since I was in like 2000, since 2006, like, I think it started. It's a dope ass show. And yeah, she goes on there, right? She makes this big post afterwards. Apparently, she got joked on for being ugly. She's saying that it was just an ugly joke. They're black girl shaming. All these black men and women are you are pointing you out the bunch. They black girl shaming. Yeah. All right. She cried at the show because she tried to joke back and couldn't do it. And then she later on, she gets on Twitter. She bashes Nick Cannon. She makes fun of him because he has lupus and saying, oh, he's going to have to work on the show with a bag attached to him and and he don't have a, a long to live for, right? Mm-hmm. She bashes the show, calls it the ghetto and all the other things. Then she speaks on Wendy Williams. Wendy Williams talk about it. And when we was in there, saying anything really bad about her, she was just explaining like she seems like she's very intelligent, but she seems very angry, and that's what she is like. She sounds like a very bitter ass bitch. Like let's call it what it is. Yeah. Like she says that she hopes Wendy has another stroke on her show and dies <laughs> live on TV. <laughs> this is the person that you motherfuckers are defending, saying that. Oh, you guys are bashing black women and 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 all these things like yeah. yeah. This girl needs help, son. Yeah, she needs help. This is a this is a pattern. She's going. She attacked Nicki Minaj. She attacked Iggy Azalea. She attacked Cardi attack. B. Attack, attack. No, she attacked Cardi B. She attacked Remy and Pat Poose. Marriage. She attacked everyone who is more successful than her. <laughs> like she's a loser. Like honestly, it's crazy, when she son. first started off with like you know, um, with the Twitter stuff and bringing her concerns and thoughts to Twitter and using Twitter as a platform and getting out to her fans and you know society, I was rocking with her because she was making valid, sound arguments. Yeah, like you know the yeah, she's media, not stupid. The like, media she some good catering points. to white you know, um, audiences and lighter skin women and putting and up, you know, lighter skin women yeah. and putting down. These are all accurate. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? 
to st- still at some extent though because you still have to have you know Talent. that package yeah and if you don't have the package you're just not gonna make yeah, it yeah he's not gonna make it and if you have the package you're just gonna naturally you know uh-huh. prosper yeah but i honestly think she has like bipolar disorder or something i think so too because it stemmed from her making sound arguments that i agreed with to her because i used now. to follow her a little too on yeah. twitter and i don't even be on twitter but when I created, like, I was rocking with her, so I followed her. When I started seeing all the hating ass shit she started coming up with, I was like, all right, all right, all right. Like, enough you enough. came at T.I., you came at Iggy. All right, Iggy can't rap, but okay, what does that have to do with you coming at her character? Yeah. Yeah, word, yeah. At her boyfriends. Yeah. Okay, what if, okay, her boyfriends is black at the time. Like, what does that have to do with you and your love life? Yeah. What does that have to do with you writing your rhymes to be the next best female rapper? Yep. yep. You just That's talking it. shit on Twitter, yeah. trying to you you trying to she the original Takashi Six Nine. Like all you trying to do, she without <laughs> the success. Yeah, because like, he's successful. Way more successful. He got like seven her. songs on the top hundred Billboard. Yeah. Like he's doing way, his thing. You can say what you want, but he's doing his thing. Her. She's like I said, everybody she comes at is more successful than her. Yeah. Yeah. Like, she needs to get her life together, son. Look, she need to do what I told this girl on Instagram. Like, she need to stop focusing on other people's success, how they got their success, and whether or not it deems to be honorable or not to her. Like, yeah. it, like, it, like, stop worrying about what other people are doing. Worry about your life, your path, your journey. The only thing it's going to do when you look at other people's success is going to distract you from your own. Exactly. That's it, it, It's literally no gain from... Well, it, there is a gain. Looking at other guys' success, you can learn from what they have done and you can get their mentorship and whatnot. Yeah. But if you're looking at it like, oh, look look what you did. You're a whack rapper. Yeah, you're, you're just hating on You're it. just hating. Yeah, that's it. Straight and and that, look, and this is why she's like the boy who cried wolf. All these situations that you're claiming to be a victim when you're really not where most times she's the attacker. She's the aggressor. And then when niggas reply back with the same energy, she plays victim. She acting like these white women out here. Exactly. So now when some shit really going to happen to you and you're really the victim. Nobody going to rock with you. You You burn too many bridges. Yeah. You burn. You put... Son, law of attraction, like I always say, you put that energy out there, niggas gonna send it right back to you. And my, this is what this is my problem with the whole wild and out thing. She wanna bash the show and tarnish the name and its reputation, talk, calling it ghetto and all of this. You went yet you it. knowingly accepted the invitation yeah. to be a guest on the show. Yeah, you you went on beforehand. It. Ain't nobody forced you. It's noon white forced and you, you bro. crying. You crying and you crying. And instead of addressing Nick Cannon to his face, addressing the cast to their face, you go on Twitter. That's your favorite thing to do. You, Donald Trump, and Kanye should just y'all should y'all should move into an apartment together yeah. and just vent to to <laughs> vent on Twitter. That's all y'all do. Y'all, yeah. y'all don't know about addressing niggas in their faces. Yeah. All y'all do is talk shit on Twitter. Go on Twitter. And then on top of that, like. Instead of like owning up to whatever she did or 
or putting it up on behind her because this had nothing to do with her music, right? This has nothing to do with her music, right? She tells her fans on her Twitter that her album is canceled and she's going to release music when she feels like Nobody it. Nobody was looking for that shit. That's anyway. a fact. Nobody checking for it. <laughs> but for her small fan base, the people that do love her music, Come on, now man. you punishing them because you have an ego and you want to move this agenda that you're a, a victim and whatnot. Wow, her mom, her hairstylist, wow, her best friend. Three <laughs> people. <laughs> Nobody care about that shit. That shit is crazy, What's, what, man. You, Yo, you, I, you really, know the, I really don't like this you, girl, bro. You know, she just, you know the name of her first album? No. Okay. I I don't even know. Ask, Amy, me, I don't even ask know. me if I know the name. You know the name of her first album? Let's let's go to the next topic. <laughs> <laughs> like we no longer giving these niggas the time of day, son. Yeah, I don't I don't know about her, man. Speaking of more bitter black women, and this is not gonna be like I love my black women, but we s- do straight up. Some of y'all are we bitter. gotta be impartial and unbiased though. Some of y'all are bitter, straight up and down. Like yeah. I don't care. I don't know what white mommy and zaddy be whispering in y'all ears to make y'all so resentful towards your own people. But at the same time, I really don't give a fuck. Like, yeah, <laughs> white, black, Spanish, whatever. I don't look for validation and affirmation in none of y'all motherfuckers. Yeah. Like, I take my own, you know, I take my life into my own hands. I, I control my destiny. Meek Mill's judge. This fucking woman. This woman a is a trip, woman. son. Yeah, she a trip, son. So her name is Janice Brinkley. And this article is from TMZ. Oh, man. So according to the article, Meek Mill deserves a new trial. And Judge Brinkley's attorney himself agrees with it. So basically, she's the only one who's adamant on him not getting a new trial. And for what? I don't know if she re- he reminds her of like an ex-boyfriend. And this is the problem with a lot of black women. Like, they be letting they pass shape their judgment in their modern situations, like current situations. Like, who the hell cares if the nigga cheated on you 20 years ago? Yeah. That's said and done. Like, that's th- that was long time ago. Yeah. Meek is not him. Yeah, word. Like, who can... Meek I've had like, a girl tell me she don't like me in, in high school because I remind her of her ex-boyfriend. Uh, ex, yeah. <laughs> and she wasn't even that good looking. I remember the girl. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that nigga was blind yeah, She really used to hate me. Like, yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't know if Meek remind her of her ex, of a nigga that killed a family member, or It gotta be dad, something. Something personal that hit her is, in her heart. Yeah, this is ridiculous. Because she's very adamant on, like, not... Let her him get son his just possibly due. likes Meek as a rapper and her and her son is on bad terms and now this is shaping her judgment. This is clearly not impartiality. Like, but anyway, TMZ obtained an audio clip of Peruto, which is Judge Brinkley's attorney. And the clip was recorded back in May. He was wrapping up an interview about Meek's case and he said verbatim, That's, that was hard to do. Because defending this judge is now becoming bleep. Why doesn't she just grant his effing thing? Meaning, you yeah. know, let the man, you know, get a new trial. Like, the funny thing about it is the prosecution and the defense agree to grant him a new trial. She's the only one. 
That's crazy. Black woman. A black woman. It be your own people sometimes, huh? That speaks volumes. I don't know why she's so adamant about not giving this man a fair trial. She remind me of- If your lawyer is against it, the person who's supposed to defend you- Yeah. Come on, son. And that just shows how crooked this legal system is in this country. Yeah, for a fact. I mean, we know it's crooked with the amongst the white people. We know that for a fact. Yeah, but you don't respect it from but your own people. Every other race, like Yeah. It's the same thing. A trickle down theory. Listen, you want to keep practicing law, you gotta you gotta play ball with us. Yeah, word. But fuck her. That's crazy. We expelling her from the black congregation too there's a lot of folks we gotta we gotta trade and release off the team we ain't even trading them we releasing them to free agency yeah we don't even want to rock with them like just bye bye felicia on some good news though we gonna end it on some good news in terms of you know our articles for today before story time eritrea and ethiopia has made amends between the two so okay, so, so explain to me what that would that mean because I'm not aware of like. The, okay, so the whole... basically, um, I'll read the article and then I'll touch on it lightly after. The article comes from Al Jazeera, and the title is "Why the Eritrea Ethiopia Peace is Good for African Politics." This article is what well, it was published July fourteenth of this year. Diplomats from Ethiopia and Eritrea are calling it a joint declaration of peace and friendship, but that innocuous name is masking what may be one of the most important political changes in East Africa in the past 20 years. With a simple simple five-pillar agreement, the presidents of Ethiopia and Eritrea, which were once one country but were bitterly divided by one of Africa's most expensive and devastating conflicts, jointly declared its end. It is very easy to be skeptical of the peace declaration given the region's history of an unremitting conflict and political false starts. The Derg regime, which came to power in Ethiopia in 1974 following ousting of Emperor Haile Selassie, was supposed to mark the end of imperial rule in the country, but in no time itself became a violent, bloody regime. Let's let's. I'm gonna just I'm gonna dissect all this shit. Anytime you see black countries embarking on or going down the paths of bloody regime change and violence when it comes to regime changes and all that, that just means white people got involved. That's all it means. White people got involved and is basically playing both sides and then they try to come in as mediators. But at the end of the day, by them mediating between the two conflicting countries or parties, they're capitalizing and they're going to benefit majority out of the deal. Regardless of if the two countries come to a agreement or not. Mm-hmm. That's all it means. So, kudos to the two of them, man. Yeah, for sure. Like, I didn't even know they were once one country. Like, that's dope. That's dope. I hope, you know, I really hope a lot of the other African countries follow suit to these two. And I believe, I, I, I don't know, but 
I think it might be, you know, um, an offshoot of what's going on in South Africa. Because it's a lot of positivity occurring in South Africa right now. I got to go out there. Yeah, definitely. Definitely got to go out there. But shout out to Eritrea and um, Eritrea. You know who's from Eritrea? Who? Um, Nip. Nipsey? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, his pops from out there. That's what's up. That's crazy. But yeah, all that Cold War, that, that Civil War, all of that, over. This is what it's all about, people. Peace <laughs> and prosperity. prosperity. Getting the white man out of your damn business. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it is. But yo. Story time. Story time. We haven't um we haven't told story time in like a month and a half. It's about that time. I ain't gonna fry. I wanted to speak on because a lot of folks I had a poll on my Instagram about Pokemon Go and how big of an impact that I believe it had on the city i mean on the world because i experienced it firsthand like from when it first came out like the first day i was on it mm-hmm. and um even you was rolling with me and um in the city and then and we used to go down to brooklyn and stuff but i was telling people on my instagram that like if you missed out on that experience when it first came out because now it's kind of dead but that first six months when pokemon go was was out and it was prominent Speaking from experience and living in New York City all my life and going to multiple states and seeing it, that shit had an impact on people, son. It felt like that game unified everybody, son. Like, and I'm gonna tell a couple stories because I promised that on my page. And I got some, I got some good ass stories for like Pokemon and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm talking about like cops was playing it. So like in New York City, right? It was like this one spot that if you if you was a Pokemon Go player in New York City, you knew where this spot was. Like on 59th and 5th, across the street from the Apple Store, that big gold statue with the horse, the guy on the horse, that's where everybody used to like meet up and go like to play Pokemon in the city. And because like I had like these things called lure modules at the Pokestops. Yeah. And it was like five in one circle and they attract different Pokemon. So, Especially when people drop their modules, yeah, and the little exactly confetti so, thing is dropping down. Exactly, rare Pokemon so, will be attracted. You um, you could sit in one spot, and all five of those modules would hit you, so you'll get like a boost of like rare Pokemon. So yeah, everybody would sit there for hours, bro. And I'm talking about it would be cops playing with it, and this is like when shit was like, I mean, it's still hot. This was like really hot when like. Niggas was getting shot a lot by the police, right? I seen cops playing. I seen guys, women and men, boys and girls, all ages, all sizes, mm-hmm. all, all sexualities, all ethnicities, wearing suits, all types of shit. My managers was playing it, yeah. all sitting down in that park. And we had these apps where, and these websites where it would tell you which Pokemon is where, like what street. And how much time you had left to go reach there to go try to catch it. Yeah. And that's what added a crazy ass fun dynamic to that game. Where like, yo, I could tell you stories right now where, for example, me and Abdallah have a story where it was me, my boy Abdallah, my boy OG, and our boy Adam. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. And we was all, we met up in the city. I got off work. They met up afterwards. 
and we was in the city and we was all sitting in the park and shit and it was um they already shut down Central Park. We wasn't even really allowed to go in there. At some yeah. point, the cops was like, Yo, you can't go to the park. It was right around the time when the Raichu had spawned. Yeah. Because the Raichu spawned that night, and we was out. Like, Yo, it was, it was hundreds. I'm talking about, this is why I say, if you wasn't around Pokemon Go, you really missed out. Because I'm talking about hundreds of people in the street. We stopping traffic. Like, mm-hmm. you ain't running over 100 motherfuckers. Running for Charizard. You just not doing it. Yeah. Yo. Was the Raichu before Charizard or after? It was before Charizard. So, a Raichu spawned deep in Central Park. Like, we on 59th. Niggas was dead lost in Central Park. (laughs) We on 59th (laughs) and 5th. We're not even in the park yet. Yeah. It's deep in the park. We done ran past the cops. We running full speed because we we have a time limit. Yeah, yeah, So, it's, it's people that we don't even know. We running with them. We yelling at groups across the like, pond. Yo, pull up, pull up. Right you, right you, right Cause, you. Because <laughs> we had already, like, it was like, all of us was like on Fifth Ave. And then they was like, yo, right you. And like the fir- the guy who first like went on the site and saw right you spawn. Yeah. He yelled it out and everybody in his vicinity ran with him. Yeah. And then we heard, because we were standing up a little further back, we heard and then we went. Yeah. And where we where they were, they they didn't exactly got to the point where the Raichu was exactly. They was like across the pond. Cause remember that bridge we had to yeah, go over? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we were dead yelling across the pond, like, yo, y'all got him? He was like, nah, yeah. y'all see him? We was like, nah. Yeah. So eventually we we did find the Raichu, but you could continue. Yeah. yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Like, these are people that we don't know, but it was some type of like camaraderie. It was a it was yeah, like we was all going for the same thing. It was no drama because it's unlimited Pokemon for everybody. So it wasn't like we fighting over the shit. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. niggas just letting us use their portable chargers. Like when our phone died. Like it was like some real like brother sisterhood shit. Like remember the Asian guy we met that night? Yeah, he was like he yeah. was engaged. Well, no, he wasn't engaged as yet. He was telling us that he's thinking about proposing to his girl. Like Niggas was just opening up to yeah to each other like so well, I, I mean I wasn't opening up to nobody yeah. but like <laughs> I shit was like this on. doesn't happen it don't man this, like when I tell you when I tell you I Asian guy like he looked like he work on Wall Street business suit shoes messenger bag like yeah, lending us his portable charger he had like two of them yeah. he told us he gonna be back out there the other night. He started smoking cigarettes. I started lecturing him how cigarettes is bad. He's like, <laughs> yeah, I know. Thanks. Like, we was dead, like... Vobbing, yeah. Yeah. Being niggas therapists and yeah. shit. And that's the thing. Like, it was it was people that... It was all types of people there. You know what I'm saying? And if you thought that... Like, all you two cool motherfuckers yeah. that think that po- like Pokemon was out, you didn't, you didn't know this was occurring. Well, I'm telling you, I cannot explain the feeling I had running with a million fucking people I didn't know, meeting people. Yo, you caught it? Yo, look at my mind's this. You know what I'm saying? Like, dudes you, giving me their phones to catch it for them. If you think you too cool <laughs> to go out and experience that, yeah. then you a weirdo, You're not nigga. living. You're not living. You're a weirdo. But, yeah, when that Charizard... Yo, let me, tell, let me tell the story. Tell the story. <laughs> so, look, so we, had these, <laughs> we had these websites, like I said, where it told you. So, we're... We're on 59th, right? I might watch, I might even look up the distance, right? We're on 59th and 5th. 
where that statue is at, right? A Charizard spawned on like 62nd and 1st Avenue, right? So I'm going to type up the distance right now. And I'm going to tell y'all how much, how long that that walk is supposed to be mm. and how fast we motherfucking reach there. Because yeah. okay? like I said, don't forget, we had a time limit. Watch. This shit is crazy. That's a 18 minute walk. For real? That's an eight watch. That's an 18 minute walk. That's 14 minutes driving. We ran that shit in less than seven minutes. That's a fact. I can vouch for that. We ran that shit. Niggas ripped their shirts off. Son. Was booking it in the shit. We like, and look, I'm talking about this is what I'm talking about. Like, this shit was like some real dope like shit that don't it don't happen. You don't see this shit happening, yeah, son. Yeah. Hundreds. I'm talking about it's like what like 12 o'clock at night? Nah, it was like two in the morning. Two, two in the morning. Hundreds of people in the street Niggas was chasing after this people shit, stopping was, traffic. People was carpooling. Like, we didn't... I wasn't trying to go in my car yeah. to... Have a story for that, too. I didn't know, I didn't I didn't know if I too. was going to get my parking back, all kinds yeah, of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, drove down and, plus, and plus the traffic lights, all that stuff. Like, we... I'm going to tell y'all this straight up. From 59th and 5th to 62nd and 1st. We did not stop at no light to yeah, wait for nah, it to turn nope. white or green nope. or whatever. Dumb niggas had to wait yeah. until we ran past. Yep. Like when I tell you white people, Asian people, yep. black people, fat women, people, skinny people, bad women, women too. We remember the girl we met at yeah. that used to go city tech, like with the yeah. other niggas? Yep. Like everybody booking it in the streets to that, go catch yo, a charge. That's such an amazing experience. I can't explain it. I can't explain it, bro. Like, like I, bro, I can't. Exp- I wish I could experience that time again. Two years ago, on my birthday, when I turned twenty-four, I spent my birthday in Central Park catching Pokemon. I had a, I had a great fucking time, son. So we ran that, and um, how Pokemon Go works is, you try to catch it, but it's a slight chance that it could run away while you're trying to catch it. So you just yeah. ran all that way for no reason. So. Long story short, we got there. We trying to catch the Charizard. It's a frenzy. We it's like a million people in this corner in the middle of the street. People mm-hmm. jump out their cars to catch it. <laughs> people was climbing on top of cars to catch. It. <laughs> you crazy. don't have to do it. But yeah, you don't have to do it. But going extra. Like. So I caught mom. My shit was like eleven hundred CP, whatever. Yeah, I and caught yours mom. Like, my shit was thirty two. <laughs> and this other white guy to try to catch it. His shit ran away, right? My, he, he wasted was like a so, hundred Pokeballs. Bro, no he lie. was so pissed, bro. Yeah. He was fucking heated, bro. Yeah. And we was yo, we ran back. Well, we didn't walk, we walked back with our shirts off. We was so hot, bro. We was drenched. Like, oh man, that's just a good time. And OG didn't run with us. Nah, OG, he didn't. OG he didn't. Missed he didn't. That. Like he, he didn't, yeah, missed he missed it. That. But yo, I have another story, right? So Dragon Knight, if you know Pokemon, Dragon Knight is like one of the best Pokemon from Generation One that wasn't legendary. It's probably the best besides like Charizard. That's like probably like the number one Pokemon besides the legendary. So everybody was trying to get a Dragonite because it was top Pokemon at the time. Yeah. You wasn't here this time. It was um I was by myself. I was in 59th and 5th and a Dragonite. I I never caught one before. I never had an opportunity to catch one. So it spawned on like 61st and Columbus Circle, which it's like three avenues over, probably like a maybe like a 15-minute walk, you know what I'm saying? Mm. But the time was like four minutes. I wasn't going to make it. 
So literally, while I'm running, I'm losing my breath. I'm like, damn, bro, I ain't gonna make this shit. And if I do make it, he might disappear after yeah. I thought, you know what I'm saying? So these people drove up, car full of people drove up in a car. Now, before I say this, I know some probably saying, oh, this game, nah, there's no way this game had this much of an impact. Watch when I say this. These people drove up, up to the light. Yo, where the dragon at? We told them. They drove off, but had to stop at the red light. I said, shit, I ain't going to make it. I ran up to their car. I said, yo, I'll give you $15 if you let me go with your location. Yeah. Yo, get in, get in, get in. Fuck, get in. They let me in the car, right? I kid you not. Grown-ass woman, dry, <laughs> white woman. She's in the driver's seat. White, grown-ass man in the passenger seat. Old-ass Spanish woman. Talking about, it's a grandmother. <laughs> she had to be at least 60 years old, accent and all. Had her app out. Pokemon was charged. Yo, yo, we catching Dragon with the accent. Was charged, bro. I never seen no shit like that before. Old people not inclined to that play video crazy. games. Yeah. She was charged up, bro. So we drove to it. Jumped out. Long story short, I didn't catch it. I was pissed. I threw like fucking like 19 million Ultra Balls. But that shit was just crazy, son. Yeah. yeah. Another story. Because I got a story for days for this shit. We... When we first started playing Pokemon Go, remember how we used to like, you wasn't around this time, but um, this nigga Darius picked me up. It was it was yeah, me, Darius, and OG. We we going around East New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. East New York, Brooklyn. For those who live in Brooklyn, you know, East New York is near Brownsville. It ain't the best neighborhood. It's kind of like the South Bronx yeah, in just, this bitch, right? Just East New York, period. In we, the summertime. In the summertime. We out at like 12 a.m., 1 a.m., 2 a.m. Yeah. We going in people back. Yo, Darius literally climbed somebody's garage <laughs> gate to catch a Scyther. Like, Scyther. Nah, Scyther is nice. Though. That's a fact. Like, before we had all the hot shit, we was yeah. catching. Yeah, yo, like, we w- roaming around the streets. Like, no car, just roaming around yeah, yeah, yeah. streets late night catching Pokemon. Wait, y'all, didn't, y'all wasn't driving? No, nah, we was, but then we would jump out and, like, oh, walk mad okay, blocks okay, and shit. Okay, you was okay, with okay. us sometimes. Yeah. And um, there was one time. Me and Dollar, we were like dropped like Brooklyn, uh, the Brooklyn Bridge, where they have like mad yeah. magic cops and that shit, park, yeah. you know that, right? Yeah. And I kid you not, this is why I say it had a big ass impact. At some point, it was like two a.m. Mad, was hella people around. Like I said, all ages. They had a charging station there, and it was getting kind of late. You know, parks closed down at some point. The cops came through in their car. They driving through the park, right? We didn't know what to do. Like, oh shit, we got to go home now. Fuck. The cops played the Pokemon theme, theme song. song on the, the sirens, the huh? OG song. I wanna be the very best. Yeah. That, uh, everybody, when I tell you, everybody was singing that shit. Singing. Bro, I'm telling you, son. It was this, bro. <laughs> yeah. This time in New York City, especially, it was like no other. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh man, cool I missed that time, yeah. son. Yo, I never told y'all this, but one time, one night, I came home this before I started driving, and um, a Scyther had popped up on my radar. Mm-hmm. And this is before I got a Scyther, when it was just like the gray outline. Yeah, yeah. Who's that Pokemon? Yeah. I was like, that's a fucking Scyther. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I got. I had just got home from work, showered and everything, and I looked at the app, and I saw the Scyther pop up. When I told you I got dressed, it was like one in the morning. 
You know that alleyway that people be getting robbed at and shit? Near Livonia and the train Snedica station and shit? by the L train? Yeah, yeah. I walked down that alley from where I live by that Alabama be spooky. all the way to Sutter. That's walked down spooky. the alley. Then I walked up Sutter. Turned in on like Hinsdale. 1 a.m. I'm like, I'm... Th- Risking this- your life, basically. <laughs> this is East New York. Yo, this is... Yo, I, I, I survived that night by the grace of God. Did you catch him? <laughs> I didn't catch him. Damn. Like, he, like you know when you, you be walking no and reason. they said three steps away, then it was like two steps away. Yeah. Then it's like one step, and then the nigga just disappeared. You got to go in niggas' apartments. Yo, I think Son. it's a scyther in your bedroom, <laughs> nigga. I, I'm sorry it's late. You got work in the morning, but look... <laughs> This is Scyther yeah, right here. Yeah, son. Yo, I was walking around them alleys that late night. Yeah. On the phone with my cousin. My cousin was like, yo, boy, you better go home. Like, yo, you know where you live at? Yeah. I, I, yeah, I know talking that. Talking to Stacy, She's like, yo, you better go home. Like, chill. But I don't be, you know what I'm saying? I don't be welcoming them type of thoughts. Yeah, yeah, Like, I'm not, you know. Yeah. I'm more, I'm more wary, like, worrisome of a thing like that, like. Yeah, like I, I know where I'm at and stuff, but I'm trying to get this scyther though. Yeah, that's a fact. Like y'all could jump me after. Yeah, that's a fact. If y'all like, just don't break my phone. Y'all, y'all, y'all like, fuck me. me up. Just leave my phone in good condition. I need my scyther. <laughs> y'all jump me. I still got scyther. Yeah, that's a fact. But if I don't catch it, then damn. I, I... Yeah, I felt it for no reason. Exactly. Yeah. But I'm telling yeah, you, I had fun them nights, man. I yeah. had fun them nights. And you know what fucked it up? And this is why people in the company, they don't. Bro, I've never seen something reach the top so fast and so large and leave such an impact and die in six months. Yeah. Like, like niggas ain't on it no more. Like, we was die. I was diehard fans of that shit. Before you explain that part, remember the night when we was going to um Prospect Park? Man, uh-huh. Jigglypuff yeah. mad shit in Prospect Park. Yeah, big ass park. Yeah. We walk into the park, and I had just caught an Eevee. And our homegirl, Nikki, she live in the area or whatever. And just before we cross the street over to the next side, we talking and I'm talking, telling Dominique and OG them how I got my Eevee and shit, my first Eevee or whatever. And this white guy, mind you, this is a white guy that I wouldn't have guessed was eavesdropping on our conversation. Yeah. Like, if you went to civil rights, he remind me of Mr. Parise, the science teacher. Yeah. Beard, glasses. Like, he looked yeah. like... I like I Mr. Paris though. He I was do cool. too. Yeah. But the white guy, he heard me. He's like, there's an Eevee around here? I was like, yeah, it's right on that block. If you hurry up, you'll get it. He's like, damn, I'm kind of late for work. A white guy said, I'm late for work and still chose to turn back, run to the Eevee catch that shit. and catch it, then go to work. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Pokemon Go was more important than going to work at this point. It was more important to... I was dubbing girls. It was... Yeah, no. At an extent. Nah, nah. To play Pokemon Go. Nah, no bullshit. (laughs) No bullshit. Like, that's something we we skipped over, but I'm gonna say, like... Nah, I agree. No bullshit. At the time where I was heavy on Pokemon Go... If you had a problem with me playing Pokemon Go... I was not gonna talk to you Don't link with me. Ever again. Don't don't link with me. Period. Like I've made girls download the app and play with me. Yo, I'm gonna tell you a funny <laughs> story. Like <laughs> to piggyback off of this. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. So basically, the white guy went back, caught the EV, and 
He was like, yo, thanks, bro. Like, Pokemon Go had people of all ethnic backgrounds, ages, sexual orientation. We didn't see no color. Speaking to each other. Yeah. Freely. Yeah. Like, without no, like... Common it, was I mean, was the, yeah. it was the ultimate deal breaker. It was the ultimate icebreaker. Icebreaker. Yeah. Ultimate, son. Yeah. Ultimate. All you gotta do, it could be literally anybody. As long as they had their phone out, they could have been checking their email, texting, whatever. Word. Where's the where's the EV? What Pokemon you got? Where's Volpix? And they would dead, yep. you know, be you know what I'm saying? Yep. They'd be open to the conversation, mm-hmm. like, nah, I'm not playing right now. Or but nine times out of ten, them niggas was playing the game. Yeah, that's a fact. If around that, around the first six months, eighty percent chance, and I I put my name on this. If you seen anyone walking the street with their head down in their phone, they was playing Pokemon Go. That's a fact. For a fact, nigga, I don't care what you was doing. I hated the niggas that had their sounds on though. Like yeah. take them shits off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what you was gonna say? No, I was gonna say that um that. I'm kind of upset that the makers of the uh, the game, they kind of dropped the ball. Like, it reached so high, but it died so fast in the first six months. Uh, like, between six months and a year, it died because, like I said, we had these apps where it would tell you what the Pokemon was and give you a time limit. So, it added this type of dynamic, like, yo, we know where it's at. Mm. We mobbing together 50, 100 deep, and we got to get there at a certain time or else we're going to miss out. So, it made a frenzy. It was fun. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. Pokemon Go, not Pokemon sit down and wait. Yeah, exactly. And, when, yeah. and they started banning those websites because it was messing with the integrity of the game. Like, we didn't want people to cheat and find out with Pokemon. Who gives a fuck? It's making a frenzy. It's making niggas go out and have fun and meet people and, and, and sweat and get exercise. and all the, It's called Pokemon Go. Exactly. Not Pokemon sit and wait for random Pokemon to pop up. Them when niggas dropped the ball on that. They didn't update the Pokemon uh, generation up to like the next year and a half. They took hella long. They still can't battle friends and we still can't trade with people. They dropped the ball. Yo, they really changed the world and they really dropped the ball, son. They I sh- son, I they, had, on they was down by one with a shot clock, five seconds left, and they missed a wide open layup on a fast break. That's what they did, son. They dropped the ball, son. They was they and was, a, look in a finals Ewing. game seven championship game. They was Patrick Ewing. They finger rolled. That shit crazy. They could have dunked, but Man. my story with Pokemon Go. <laughs> I had met this girl on Tinder, right? Oh shit! And we were supposed to go on a date. We went to Brooklyn Bridge Park, mm-hmm. but there's this sushi spot that I usually go to, and then I would go by like the Rock area. Mm-hmm. And just sit and talk while looking at the water and, you know, yeah. um, the city skyline, whatever. Dope ass view. So, I was basically catfished. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> the picture didn't match up. Because when I pulled up in front of Shorty Crib, I saw the person leaving the house and coming out the gate. I was like, I hope this is not the girl because I would drive <laughs> off. <laughs> like, <laughs> And then she came to the car. I was like, what the fuck is this? So, was she ugly or just different? Basically, she gained a lot of weight. Oh, wow. And her face, you know, when you gain weight, it, it changed your physical yeah. features. Like, your So face. she was no longer cute anymore. She no longer looked cute. She lost her shape, all kinds of stuff. I'm like, why the hell didn't you update your Tinder picture? But anyway, I didn't want to... Be I'm, mean. Exactly. Yeah. So I was being a sport, and we still went got sushi we went ate whatever you paid for i made her laugh everything i i acted how i usually act okay with one exception and i'm gonna get to that 
So <laughs> upon leaving the date, for me to get some type of fulfillment out of my date, I gave her my phone. This is around Pokemon Go. Yeah. And I said, you see these blue icons right here? I was point, pointing at the Pokestops. Yeah. As I drive, I want you to spin them shits. Yeah. And I need <laughs> you to get me Pokeballs and my berries. Yeah. Now, I, I dead told her, like, I ain't say shit, but I dead looked in her eyes. I was like, yo, spin them and I want my Pokeball. Yeah. She dead sat in my passenger seat. And as she saw them Pokestops. You didn't have a fucking choice. You catfished me. Exactly. That was my. You, you, that was my. You basis. deceived me. Yes. Sis. So I need to enjoy myself. Yeah. This is me enjoying myself. On my way home. <laughs> Dropped yeah. her back home. I told her, thank you for getting me the Pokeballs. Yeah. And that was it. Yeah. But she was she was a little like extra though. Like in terms of like she was trying to sell herself. Mm. Like she was interested in me or whatever, but with a defective product though. Exactly. The product is expired. It don't look the same anymore. Exactly. The I bread is molded. It, it couldn't be reciprocated. The cheese is slimy now. Like she, she, she was telling me how much money she was making every two weeks, mm. which was a good amount. But I was you, like, "Damn, you making a lot of money." But like, who says that on the first date? But though I'm like, exactly. And, I was like, "Why amount? are you telling me this?" Yeah. She told me her that's profession. Tasteless. She told me her profession. I mean, that's cool, but don't tell me how much you're making. Yeah. I'm not a thought. I'm not a you know. Yeah. I'm not these niggas trying to exploit you. But stuff like that are like strikes because I'm like, okay, obviously you have a hidden agenda or yeah, your, it's either that or your you're world just insecure. Revolves around so you're money. trying to sell yourself too much yeah. to get what you want. But um she was very like she was very receptive. I ain't gonna front. If she was looking like the picture she was looking like it would have been a better night. It would have been a, a really good night. Yeah. A really good night. Yeah. But, like, she was, like, laughing at my jokes. I, I You know, I'm funny and shit. Like, rubbing her hand on my thighs as she's laughing. Mm. Like, touching me, stuff like that. Trying to hold hands. I was like, uh. Yeah. Uh-uh, Barney. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> no baby bop. <laughs> but, you know, I'm not shallow, but. I'm shallow. I have a preference. I'm shallow. I'm it's shallow. not being shallow if you have a preference, but my preference yeah, is that was woman. that was my Pokemon Go story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, added story. Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, we're gonna end it. We're gonna end the story time on that. But I'm telling you, man, for those like I said, for those that didn't experience it, you don't notice. But I honestly, I honestly kind of feel sorry for you. Like, I, yeah, I, I kind of feel bad for you. It's like, it's like when you were a kid, and like. Your cousins don't have like the money that you and your family have, and mm. you go into Universal Studios and Six Flags and have all this time in the summer. Yeah. And then you ask your cousins what they did, and they was like, "Yeah, I just, I just played in the house." Manhunt. You feel kind of bad, like, "Damn, you couldn't go." Like, that's how I feel. Like, y'all really didn't experience this amazing thing that happened around the world. Yeah. But um, fact of the week, bro. I would say that. I would say that. And as uh, in addition to that, I would also say you really didn't have a childhood. Which child didn't watch Pokemon? Yeah, and didn't like Pokemon. And yeah. didn't like Pokemon. Yeah. When I was back home in Guyana, all in Guyana, I used to watch Pokemon faithfully. They had, had, yes, they had TVs the, in yes, Guyana? Oh. Yes, we did have right. TVs. Oh, I used right. to collect every single sticker, 
Jesse, James, Ash, Brock, Misty, yeah. Pikachu, all the Pokemon. My book, my school book was covered in Were you Pokemon in America stickers. where McDonald's had that gold, the, uh, the gold cards and shit? They had like a Mewtwo, like a, like. What like, year is this? It was gold plated. I think it was like, I was in like elementary school. It, third grade? I came into America 2001, but I never really ate McDonald's like that. You yeah, you probably was here. They had like these gold, these gold. Who, the, the OGs know. I can't remember that. The OGs know they had these gold plated cards, and they had Pokemon on them. Mewtwo, Charles. I had Charles on my favorite Pokemon. Like the regular Pokemon cards, or yeah, special like cards? no, like not like it was the no, it was the regular image, but it was all gold. Okay, it was all gold. That shit oh, was nah. fire, bro. I never got any of those. Yeah, it was. It was but, dope. Like, girls used to play it. Girls used to collect the stickers. Devana, my older sister, she used to collect Pokemon Pokemon is, like, one of the most popular brands for children. Yeah. We even had the t-shirts. Pokemon t-shirts. I I had bed sheets. I had bed sheets. I don't want no Tommy Hilfiger. Give me the Pokemon t-shirt. Yeah. I I like Squirtle. Yeah, it's a fact. I like Charmander. 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 (laughs) But, yeah. I'm telling you, my nigga's going to be like, yo... I didn't know Pokemon Go had that much of an impact. Like, y'all niggas really missed out, son. Niggas dead ass ran an 18-minute walk in like seven minutes, bro. Niggas don't run track. Niggas don't run track. Niggas don't work out. But we ran that shit. Cabs, I mean. Cabs was tight around that time. Son, niggas was paying Ubers. I think... Niggas was paying, niggas was catching Ubers to go to different locations to catch Pokemon. Like, well, fact of the week. Good times. Fact of the week. Native or indigenous people of the Western Hemisphere, aka Indians, built pyramids and pyramid mounds just like the ancient Egyptians. This synonymous comparison of both cultures from opposite sides of the world is because they both were genetically linked. They both are the same people. Wait, so Native Americans are Egyptians that just migrated to a different area? Yep. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. And you should look at this map of United States of America with the names that the Indians or indigenous blacks used to refer to these That's different crazy. areas as. It's the same names as African countries. That's great. Wow. That's a good that's a good ass fact. Yeah. Wow. We're gonna end it like that, man. Word. Blow y'all niggas' minds. Thanks for listening. Bang.